it is. Aries and Andy, you and the jerk. You know it's time to get this work. The real raw, gutter, uncut cocaine. No political corrections. Always sleep. Fuck being awoke. We discuss politics and jokes. We lick. There's levels to this shit. Before you were sucking on your mama's tits. Aries Spears don't give a fuck. We talk about race a lot. Racism. Sexism. Much love to my loyal bitch bag holders. Rollers, clip loaders. We got them in the folders. The whole world on our shoulders. Spears and Steinberg. Yeah! Run up and get touched up. Suicide. <laughs> and all of y'all know my style. Good morning, Vietnam. Yes, uh, back here in Ehor, I mean Ebor <laughs> City, Florida. Uh Tampa, baby. We are here. Yeah, man. We're in Tampa. Yes. Tampa Bay. Yes. Home. Of the Tampa Bay, whatever that fucking is. Yeah, and we haven't ever brought Tom Brady's divorce up. Oh, my fucking God. I can't fucking... Kid, this is fucking wicked, kid. The fucking greatest Anglo-Saxon, purebred, white, thoroughbred, cleft chin, all-American white man is getting a fucking divorce. I'm so fucking proud of this fucking guy. You know why? Because he's fucking grabbing a bull by the fucking horns and he's taking it straight on. He is facing the fact he is dancing to the fucking music. The guy's not even fucking trying to hide it. You know what this says. That, uh, you know, he's uh, the fucking the fucking guy is a, a fucking queer. Evidently, he's homo-fucking-sexual. He's getting a fucking divorce. And you know what, Tom? That's all right, because I am too. We should get married. We'd be the greatest fucking gay fucking couple. Fucking pure thoroughbred, two white guys, two cleft chins. Fucking purebred white guys ever. Fucking ever. I got to be honest with you, Tom. I'm even shocked that you married a white woman with an African name, animal's name. It's fucking crazy, kid. Well, why would you do that, Tom? Anyway, listen, I'm so excited about the fact that you're, you're divorcing this fucking girl. This is fucking great. Right now, my cock is swimming in its own seminal juices. That's right. It's like that movie with uh, Denzel Washington and Gene Hackman, the fucking the, the, the Crimson Tide. My cock is that submarine. It's hard. It's strong. It's heavy. It's vast. It's robust. And it's just surrounded by nothing but seminal fucking juices. Right now, both Gene Hackman and Denzel Washington are standing in the middle of my cock having an intense argument. My name's Bobby Patterson, by the way. <laughs> Bobby's excited. Uh, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my fucking cock's a submarine kid. It's fucking to die for. <laughs> you, 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 you like that... Uh, why would he marry a woman whose name is an African animal? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm not even going to comment on it. Uh, that's, that's, uh, I like how you jumped to shark with Tom being gay, though. Now he's gay. He's a fucking queer kid. The fucking guy. I, I always felt it, you know, but, it, I, you know, he's got to do the thing because, you know, he's the fucking America's fucking, he's the world's best quarterback. So he's got to fucking do the facade. And fucking be with a woman. But, you know, 
the fuck? Why would why would she divorce him? You know, he's supposed to divorce her. But, you know, they probably had a fucking contract and, you know, <laughs> uh, the obligations were met. And it's time for Tom to be, you know, on his way out, who he really is on his way in. You know, it sounds like any other social media post, like the biggest. Did these? How did you not see this? Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy, kid. It, it's the fucking evidence has always been there. He could have been retired, but he wanted to stay around all the guys. He wanted to be in the locker room with all those fucking guys, fucking naked, and you know those fucking the the the, 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 the chocolates, the chocolate guys, the fucking you know those guys are fucking hammers. You know, all their fucking dicks look like the son of Odin's hammer. It's, you know, they make noise when they pull it out. You know what I mean, kid? Say, you know, he didn't want to leave that. Fuck the game. I know he's, he lives the game, but the fucking corks. So I, I'm just glad, Tom, you're, you're not running from who you really are and, and, and what you are. And, and I hope that you and I one day could just fucking do what you and the fucking white woman with the African animals name did and tie the holy fucking knot into matrimony and, and, and be who we really are. People should be who they are. So you just think Tom Brady's playing football for the view? For, yeah, for the view. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's just purely for the view. That's, it's, it's, it's fucking hard. It's not in the game. It's obvious because of their start, their slow start. That's right. It's, he's, he's, he's been distracted, kid. You have just blown the lid. I am like the fucking uh, Boston Batman. I'm the world's greatest fucking sleuth. I'm a fucking detective kid. I can figure this shit out. I've been dreaming about it nightly. Like me and fucking Tom, we're just holding hands, skipping to a, a field of lilies. It's 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 good. It would be the best kid. And then you can just go to Rhode Island and get married. Go to fucking Rhode Island and have a lobster wedding. Just just down by the fucking pier or by the waters and just fucking have a lobster wedding. Just nothing but lobster and me and fucking Tom. No women allowed. Be fucking, be fucking wicked. Then, then who's going to be the flower girl? There is a, I will find a fucking guy so queer that, you know, he's, you know, they got him around, kid. They, you know, somebody so fucking queer. He's a guy, but he's a girl. But you know what it is. I, I, you know, it does, I'm just dreaming. I'm, I'm like, my cock is just sweaty with seminal juice right now. It's, it's slippery down there, kid. How many people do you think just turn this off? No, they're fucking listening because they know, they know, man. They fucking know. And normally I'm not, I'm not a homosexual, but it's Tom fucking Brady. You got to make an exception. So, so what you're saying is if it's Tom, it's not really gay. It's not gay. It's the most manliest gay thing you could do. It doesn't get any straighter and crooked than that. All right. <laughs> uh, that answer sounded like Herschel Walker being a, a pro-life trying to explain how he did have pay for abortions. You know, I, I gotta tell you, man, uh, that nigga does us such a disservice. What a dumb motherfucker. I love when Dave called him. What did he was? I didn't even heard that word. Observably stupid. <laughs> he just always looks like he's got his mouth open. Oh, it's Dave. This is great. Um, so this episode is called the blacks because we're going to talk about, uh, two movies that have the word black in it. Uh, long overdue, Black Adam. And then uh, recently, Andy and I saw Black Panther. Before we jump on to that, though, I have to mention a movie I downloaded just because I was curious. Matter of fact, let me see if I can find it because I, I want to read the description. Uh, a movie that I had downloaded as I was perusing through... Peruving? Peru peruving or perusing? 
Peruvian. Peruvian. I'm sorry. Peruvian. I thought you went to a different country. Peruvia. <laughs> right. That's yeah, that's probably why I fucked that up. Um. Oh fuck this movie. Okay. Well, you know what? I'll probably find it. Um. So yeah, I was looking for a movie to watch on my direct red eye flight from L.A. to uh, Tampa. And there was this movie I just happened to run across uh, that Annie, it doesn't, I didn't, this wasn't pre-planned. I just happened to bring it up and uh, I saw it and it fucking floored me. Uh, give me one second. Um, Although there was a movie you were supposed to watch. Uh, yeah. Did you ever watch the movie you were going to watch? Which movie was that? The one you were going to watch this morning. Yes, I did. Oh, okay. I watched it this morning. Okay, good. All right, so uh, this movie is called Fall, and the description is <clears throat> four, four best friends, Becky and Hunter. Life is all about conquering fears and pushing limits. However, after they climb 2,000 feet to the top of a remote, abandoned radio tower, they find themselves stranded with no way down. Now their expert climbing skills are put to the ultimate test as they desperately fight to survive the elements a lack of supplies and vertigo-inducing heights. Um, so I, I and when you see what the poster is, I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just I'm curious. So I watched this movie, uh, and this movie should have been called "Wild and Unnecessarily Stupid Shit White People Do." Because that's what I was going to ask. Why are they on this poll? Well, here's the thing: um, the movie starts out the very opening. I'm spoiler alert. Uh, where the one girl's two girls, uh, I forget Becky and the other girl. Before you give out everything, are you, do you want people to watch this? Yes. You Matter of fact, yo, 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 five <laughs> yos out of five yos. Because this is one of those things with it ain't like somebody told me. It ain't like I went in warning. I just looked at the poster and I went, okay. So, and I'm not really giving spoilers. I'm, I, I'm telling you what the movie is. So they open up the movie, though, and it's one of the two main girls and her boyfriend, husband at the time, and their friend. It's three of them, uh, two girls and a guy, the, the girl and her husband and the girl's best friend. And they're rock climbing and they're climbing up a rock that's probably the size of the Empire State Building. And at one point, the camera pans up and you see they're in the middle of the rock climb. They're in smack dab in the middle of the rock trying to get to the top but then they angled the camera so you could see how far away the ground was and at one point uh the the husband and he, I, you know and i'm sure rock climbers know this but whatever he, he the, the cable is lodged into a rock which is holding him at place so as he goes to climb he goes to stick his hand in this hole to help him climb and out comes this fucking bird aggressive and angry which throws him off he then fucking falls, loses his footing and is now dangling midair. And the only thing holding him up is his cable. But because the winds are so strong, they sway him left, right, aggressively. And the more he sways, you could see the metal piece being, you know, shaken out of the rock. Cut to he sways so much. Eventually, he falls to his death. And I just went. White people, what is it about you guys where you look death in the face and go, I fucking dare you? Like, y'all don't, 
I, I just like rock climbing. What is the fascination of, of, of doing shit that unless there's some sort of real reward, there's a million dollars waiting at the top of the rock. Or if I do this, I'm going to get this. Once you get there and you go, ha, ah, I did it. Now we go back down with nothing having gained but to go, I did it. And maybe take a selfie. What the fuck are y'all doing, man? You did something that no one else could do. That most people can't do. No one else does this but y'all. Black people don't do this. I, I, you know, all I, the Sherpas that climb Everest, they climb Everest all the time. The, the who? Sherpas. They're, they're indigenous people for that area. For, where, where, uh, where, where, I can't even remember where Everest is. You go to Everest and they climb, they, they climb that. They don't use the people who say that they climbed Everest aren't the ones actually getting there. It's the Sherpas that are getting in there. And they're, 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 uh, they're indigenous people to that area. So they're minorities. They're the, yeah, they're the originals of that area. Yeah, but don't they have some real reason for doing it? Because it seems like sometimes white people, y'all just do shit. They're making money off white people coming there to climb up. <laughs> okay. But the indigenous people that do it, is there, a, like, what I'm getting at is. Uh, they have to. M- most people that are, 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 are natives to the land, if they hunt, they do it for the food, right. to eat, survival, right. make clothes. Whereas a lot of white people do shit just for sport. So those indigenous people, is there a purpose or are they just doing it for the same reason the white folks are doing it? No, I, I think they, because they can. It's part of their culture. You know, they, they climb. That's kind of what they do. Okay, I'll give that a pass. But for the most part, y'all know y'all do <laughs> wild, dangerous, unnecessary shit. Are there some Asian people that may go, yeah, I want to climb a rock. Some Hispanics, yeah, I want to climb a rock. There's, I always say, there's exceptions to, to every rule, but the, the rule tends to be the majority. And the majority don't do that. Okay. I just, I, 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 again, uh, white people, y'all are the only people that look deaf in the face and say, show me what you got. What is wrong with y'all? What, what, I would never think, niggas ain't going, yo, let's climb up a rock the size of a skyscraper, New York City size skyscraper. And, and, if you, and if you think in your mind, what's the worst that could happen? You fall to your death. Nah, we good. Race car driving. You got one dude. Yeah, well. No, Bubba, Bubba Smith, right? That's his name? I don't know it's Smith. I think it's Bubba I something. just know it's Bubba. Yeah, listen. Wallace, Bubba Wallace. I keep saying. Wallace? Uh, I don't know his last name, but I know it's Bubba. I keep saying white tigers exist. Albino apes exist. That's not the norm. And the norm is the rule, the majority. So, yeah, you got exceptions, but goddamn, man. I like that you said, or maybe a selfie, because that's recent. People did this shit way before people were getting selfies. Either way, it's a stupid thing. But I like it because you made me realize why more people would do it for the selfie. Okay, but that being said, this movie is great, man. It keeps you, listen. So these two white broads, and and what happens is the the dude that dies, his wife is fucked up. She's like all fucked up. She's still calling his cell phone even though he's dead because she wants to hear his voice on the voicemail. Hey, this is Dan. Leave a message. She's fucked up. <laughs> It'd be funny if someone got like access to his way and they just left. Oh, oh yes, yeah, fucked up. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's funny. That's fucked up. That's funny. That's fucked up. So she's still calling the phone. 
and her friend who was also there on that ride to get her to come out of her funk. It's like, no, look what scares you in the face. Like Jay-Z said, don't run from the pain, go towards it. Like face your fears. Dan wouldn't want you to not climb anymore. So she convinces her to climb this fucking power tower that's 2,000 feet above the ground. And the whole time they're climbing the tower, they're showing you how old this tower is. The nuts and bolts are loosening. And they get to the tippy top. And when they try to go down, between the wind, their weight, and the shakiness, the bolts finally fly out and the whole ladder system gone. So they're stuck to It's open. You saw the movie Open Water? Uh, I think you ever saw the movie Open Water? Who's the two it? people stranded in the ocean. No, I never did. You never saw open water? Uh, I never did. It's open water in the sky. And this, these two white girls are trapped for days. No food, no water. In the sky, 2,000 feet above the ground. Man, that shit. This movie, I'm telling y'all, it's called Fall. F-A-L-L. It had me on the edge of my fucking seat. <laughs> It had me on the edge. And you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm about to scream and shit. You know, I am about to scream and shit. So I'm going to tell you one more thing. At one point, the one girl whose husband, Dan, got killed, she's, you know, on the way up on the climb, she scraped her leg, her thigh, on a rusty piece of metal. And her friend, of course, put the tourniquet, used her shirt for a tourniquet. But these vultures keep flying above them. They can smell the blood. And, you know, this is a four-day wound. So at one point, the one girl, she hasn't eaten. They haven't, they haven't had anything to drink. They're fucking high, dehydrated. They sleep deprivation. The girl's trying to fucking stay up. The wound is fucking with her. It might be infected. So the, a girl, a friend tells her, you need something to eat. You got to eat something. You need energy. So at one point, the girl's sitting up there, and it looks like she's asleep. And a vulture comes and swoops in and is sitting next to her. And it starts to pick at her leg. But she's faking sleep. So she wakes up, grabs the vulture by the neck, wrings its neck, kills it, splits open its stomach, and starts to eat its insides. Now, you know me. I'm, I'm, I'm out. You know. <laughs> but, yo. And there's another moment that's crazy. And I, am, I ain't going to say no more. But, Andy. This fucking movie, man, it, it, I, I was sitting here like, it, it really had me on the edge of my, I'm biting my lip, I'm, I'm clutching the fucking, the armrest, my, I'm tightening my hand, I'm like, yo, what the fuck, this movie is wild, dude, it's a great watch, y'all, I'm telling you, five yo's out of yo's, fall, it's, it's like that. Let me ruin it for you real quick. So that uh, the carabiner, that's the, what's the the cord is attached to, right? And then there's that thing that locks into the into the rock, right? Has it in. Um, you if you're up that high, you have more than one of those. Okay. So when you fall the hundred, like the fifty feet or the hundred feet, whatever you're, whatever you're, you you you're re uh, inserting those at, right? You're gonna have another one that catches you. You're not gonna fall because one of those things happened. Okay, so that's the movie shit. That's the movie shit. Right. I'm just letting you know that he would, would get out. You might hurt yourself because you're going to get you're well, going to fall he, twice he, as far. Here's, here's what black people would say. You got no motherfucking business up there in the first fucking place. <laughs> that, 
that's where it starts and stops. I, I didn't you got no motherfucking business up there. Just because I know what we'd be doing doesn't right. mean that I go and do it. There's this, there's this, uh, I just read the story about a guy who went uh, caving. Do you know what ca- caving is? Why would I know that? You go, you go into these That's caves. I know what cave, caving is where you white people come from. <laughs> you came from the goddamn caves. Okay. Maybe, on. maybe this is right, part of right. it. Maybe this is why we do it. Okay. Because of our, our, our culture. It's, it's locked deep within the DNA. Right. You go caving into these, uh, um, little passages and you have to sometimes get on your stomach and you have to crawl and you, 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 you have to slide between these right. And oh, it's tight. the dude got stuck. Yeah. And died. Yeah. Yeah. See y'all, y'all, y'all I, I posted about this. A dude went into some part of the world where yeah, caves and he was trying to go through a path to get in and out of the cave. And he got stuck. And it's dark. You don't see. Completely black. And he got stuck. And by the time the rescuers could even try to get him out, he was already dead. And they basically made the cave in which he died like a, 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 I don't know if monument, a tomb tomb in his honor. (laughs) His honor. (laughs) White people, what the fuck? What's what's wrong with (laughs) y'all? What what, you, so there's, what is the thrill to go? I want to, I want to, Ease through crevices and cracks, so tiny and small. And if you're anywhere near claustrophobic, but it'll give you that feeling of being closed in and wedged so tightly that you could get stuck and where you can't even see your hand in front of your face because it's pitch black. Not to mention whatever's in the cave, the noises, the sounds. What the fuck is wrong with y'all, man? White people, y'all look, y'all look at, at, at the idea of dying. You look at death. Like if death was an actual person, like we've seen the motherfucker cloaked in the robe with the sickle, y'all would look death in the face and say, show me what the fuck you got, motherfucker. What is wrong with y'all, man? <laughs> oh, God. So you wouldn't go caving? Nigga. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, y'all ain't fucking around like that. Like I said, I went skydiving because to me, that was always fascinating to be that high in the air, just, you know, just in midair. I, that was always. So you, you but went, I know you got a parachute. You got you went skydiving. You, you know how many people die a year from skydiving. I know, but you got a parachute, though. But you know how many people die a year from skydiving. Eh. Okay, so you got one. That's you, on you. Okay, and, and scuba diving. How, how, okay, how many how many scuba dives have I done? Uh, zero. Uh, how many ha- skydives have you done? Zero. Okay. How many rocks have I climbed? Zero. You, you're black and you're up too. You are the safest white nigga I know. <laughs> you live by nigga credo, Andy. <laughs> no, I mean, I want to do all this. They all seem interesting. But why am I going to pay to kill I, myself? I, I told you, I told you, every black person has white in them. That's the white in me <laughs> exploring shit. But I don't go now that I've done it. I want to do it eight more to 18 more. No, I, I did skydiving. I did it. I'm done. I did scuba diving. That whole beautiful world down there. I did it. I went I, I snorkeled and then dive. I snorkeled. Snorkeling. The way once you do scuba diving, snorkeling is. I know it looks beautiful, but you know, there's things down there. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Have you, uh, uh, do you ride roller coasters? Yes, I love roller coasters. <laughs> love them. You always know, have since I was a kid when my dad took me to Magic, uh, a great, well, out, out LA, it's called 
Magic Mountain in East Coast is called uh, Great Adventure. Yeah, but you know, human beings screw that shit together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, oh, fucking, yeah. I hate riding that. I, I love them, man. When my kids were at the age that they wanted to ride them, I rode them because I didn't want to be that dad. Right. And so I got on. I wrote, I think I rode like three or four roller coasters. And I hate them. I hate them. There's no purpose right. in it. Um. Yeah, I, 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 I listen, I love that feeling. So you've never ridden a roller coaster. No, I've ridden okay, it. Yeah. I love that feeling of when you go up and you go down fast, your stomach touches your back. I love that. That's such a rush. Dude, and you got the people screaming. Ah, I love that shit, dude. The log ride at Disneyland is about the the <laughs> the water ride. Yeah, what do you think? Oh, right, right. Yeah, that that's about the most that I want to do. Right. Um. So yeah, y'all. This movie fall, man. There's one other scene that is so fucking gross. I won't. I don't want to give you everything. It's so fucking gross. But and you know I'm squeamish. But I I was in this movie, man. This is a good fucking movie, man. It's a ride. It's a ride. Did you uh? Nah, you wouldn't like it. The whole time. And here's what black people will say. When they get to the tower and you see how high it is and they climb and they're halfway. I, I, you know how many times I said, stupid bitch? This stupid bitch. These stupid bitches. <laughs> the fuck are these bitches doing? Like, it just, you know, niggas is just... that. I think that might have been the one good thing about uh, black people uh, in, in, a, in a Kanye sort of way. When slavery was a trick. Nah, I'm joking. I'm, I'm totally joking. But that's what slavery might have been good for us. We knew boundaries. Niggas knew to, to hold back on some shit. Like, if we had really came up with white people the way white people come up, we would be as wild as y'all. But we just know. We we we've been through some shit. Nah, we we very cautious. Don't worry. Your, your generations behind you look a lot different. Yes, because they ain't getting ass whoopings. They look a lot. They looking a lot like these motherfucking uh, yes, mayonnaise people. Don't mean to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Uh, another quick movie I want to throw out, and I know you saw it. I, I downloaded and watched uh, Halloween Ends. Yeah, man. Boom! You didn't like it, huh? Dude, what the fuck are they doing? They jumped. So, so, it's so, a jump to shark. So Mike Myers has a, an apprentice? He has an assistant. The fuck are we doing? This is a franchise. Mike Myers has a fucking assistant. That was that was the match called reboot. Oh, that's what it was. That's all it is. Is a match called reboot. Now they can reboot it. Now you don't have to have any of the old people or any of the old theme. Now you got a, a, a new guy who can be Mike Myers because Mike Mike got old. But what doesn't make sense is all the ways that Michael has been killed up to this point. Hasn't stopped him. But, so why now? So so when they put him in the in the grinder, and they they fuck, she she stabbed him in the hand, a la Jesus, impaled him. She stabbed him in the chest. She cut his throat. He went in the grinder. What now? Because he's old. Like he was old. Like he couldn't move. You know he. You know what it was? <laughs> they used they used a Wolverine. The, the concept of Wolverine, like he got old and he was no oh, longer like Logan. Yeah, he can no longer save himself. Right. So now he's old. Right. And he doesn't have the ability to regenerate anymore. And the last time that she almost killed him, took him to that where he was hiding out and he was just eating a few people that would come by. 
And yeah, they had him fucking like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like Splinter the Rat. Yeah. This thing's in the sewer. And then, and then his eyes locked on, like Bobby Patterson's eyes locked on to Tom Brady's. And, and he saw the, the, the souls connected. Oh. And, and he adopted him immediately. That's what, that's basically it, right? I, we just gave away the movie, but listen, I don't care because if you see it, it's not going to change it because we all know what these movies are. I thought it was interesting. I don't like that it jumped, and I but I knew what it was. It was the reboot. That's all it is. Right. It's the reboot. It's the reboot. They're going to have some other. You know, listen, both Andy and I come from an era, and it was funny when I was watching it on the plane, the guy next to me, he could tell what it was, but, you know, obviously couldn't hear it. I had my headphones in, but I could tell he was dozing in and out of sleep. Well, at the same time, he kept looking at my screen. So when it was over, he asked me, he said, how was it? I said, it's cool, but it needed to end. I, 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 I've been there since the beginning. It would have been great to just put a final cap on it. Would have been right. great, but no. They, they did the jump to shark. Well, my thing is, again, we, you and I, we've been there since the birth. Yeah. We know Michael Myers from Halloween 1 till right now. And I just went, you know, I got to tell you, man, and I don't know if this makes me this is I'm saying something that goes against man code, but I'm just going, we came up in a time when less really was more. Yeah. It was scarier when you didn't have to go all out. Like that scene where he takes the black DJ's head and smashes it 50 times into the fucking table. By the time he's done, this nigga's mouth is unhinged. His jaw is unhinged from the rest of his mouth. And if that wasn't enough, he takes a pair of scissors and cuts this nigga's tongue in half. Did we need that? Did we need that? It was, you know, it has to outdo what's been done before. That's kind of the We live in an era now where everything has to be bigger, faster. It's horror movies are the fucking NBA athletes of today. Because they have better effects now, so they want to use the effects. That's really what it is. So uh, what more can we do? I think you get away from the effect that it's supposed to have. Because my thing is this. These, these Halloweens, these scary movies now, aren't really scary. They're, They're just grotesque. Gross. Yeah. Because Quentin Tarantino's movies, to give you the setup and let your mind imagine right. what happens is much scarier. Because right. we're, we're scarier inside than anything that they're going to do on the screen. They'll gross us out on the screen, but we're <laughs> scarier inside. Like I said, in Halloween 1, one of the scariest moments to me is when she fought him while she was in the closet and stabbed him in the eye. And she's lay, leaning up against the wall, trying to get it together. And he's supposed to be out. And then you just see him in the background rise up like he did a sit-up. Doo-doo. Doo-doo. And the audience sees it. She doesn't know what's, what's happening behind her. Do you know how scary that was? Because it was just, it was silent. You see her trying to get it together. And then just out in the shadows. Did you see that movie in the theaters? That one? Halloween? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see it in a theater that was white or primarily black or just mixed? Oh, just mixed. Just mixed? Yeah. Because I don't know if I want to go into this right now because we're probably going to talk about this because at the movie we were at this week. Right. But I just oh, want to know, when he, when, he, when he set up, did every black woman in the theater scream? When he's- <laughs> I, don't, I can't remember that. Uh, I definitely can't remember that because remember when that movie came out, I was a kid. <laughs> but I, I, just, I just know that the less was more. And, 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 and even when Michael Myers, what you'd hear the, in the, you'd see, you'd hear him within the mask 
And it was like the how you look at Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man when they show him in the costume, but you just hear that is spooky. But the shit they do now, it's like they've abandoned let's be scary. It's just let's be gross. Yeah, I you know, I don't know if that gets me kicked out of the treehouse. It wasn't the it wasn't the worst Halloween though. That's all I was going to say about it. It wasn't the worst one. It, I think Halloween should have ended a while ago. But Definitely. But it should have ended. It would have been great if they just, if they really just let it go. But, you know, there's money to be made, man. Yeah. And sometimes you see what happens when uh, corporate greed gets involved. But Jamie Lee Curtis was really cool because when she was on uh, uh, a talk show and they said, is this, is this the end? And she goes, well, yes. You know, well, they can do whatever they want with it. But as far as I'm concerned, it's, it's the, the end. end. So I like that she didn't give it away. Right. But, you know, that was the end to her. That that's that's it. And it is the end for her because there's no reason for her to be in it now, because if they do it again, it's going to be the reboot. All right. Let's get to the blacks. Uh, so we saw Black Adam. Did we see it the week it came out or a week after? I think the week, right? The week it came out because we, it was two. It was over two weeks ago. Um. I've said this many a times, and I'm going to say it again. If DC gets its shit together, Marvel's in trouble. Because I've always said, you know, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, that's Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. They, they, are, they are supposed to be the tier top position. And, you know, DC and the heads of Warner Brothers started out f- with, a, with the whole thing fucked up. And, and Marvel was the big kid on the block. Uh, but if they do this right, and, and, and of course, the big moment that everybody was geeked about was when they showed Superman at the end of the movie. Uh, and of course, Superman saying, you know, I've never seen anybody that made the planet this nervous. Uh, we need to talk. So, of course, which is the setup for the big uh, Superman, Black Adam. But I think even bigger than that, what was it, Superman... Black Adam, and I forget who, some, some, some sort of villain. But anyway, um, yeah, you know, introducing Superman, Henry Cavill is back. And I'm hoping in my perfect little nerdy world that they do the right thing. I've, I've heard the rumors that uh, Ben Affleck is supposed to get his own solo film as Batman. And this feels like if they line it up right, you got the Batman, you got Superman and Man of Steel too, you know. Uh, I don't know what or what won't what won't be Zack Snyder's involvement. I hope to get a fucking Justice League too, where the whole band comes together. You know, Black Adam, Superman, Batman, Flash, Wonder Woman, Hawkman, Martian Manhunter, of course, uh, uh, Green Lantern, Cyborg, Aquaman. Let's get the whole fucking team together, man. Dude, if if it was me. And no one gives a fuck what I think if it was me at Disney or Warner Brothers or any of these places like you're, you're talking about. But uh, for DC right now, if I had the opportunity with everything that you're talking about, who's going to be Batman, who's not going to be Batman, what these movies... Well, Ben Affleck, Affleck is still young enough to pull this off for I don't know how many more years. Do a fucking series. A series. Do a series. A TV series? Yeah. Would Ben Affleck as Batman? Yeah, on uh, on, uh, a streaming network. Do a series, dude. Like like only four episodes each season or maybe six. 
but a like a really good fucking series because movies are are still incredible. Let's, let's but these series that they do, they can give so much more depth to the character because they have more time. They can lay it out. They have the money for it because it makes more money because you can put them in syndication. But you, this would be hard. You couldn't put this in the syndication unless you got that many episodes. This, I would love to see it. I would really love to see them develop. A Batman. I think that's a bad idea. Batman's been developed before, and it's, I, I would know, like I know, to change. I, know, I, know. I would like to change its its campy Batman to that. Batman. But they but they've changed the campiness. They haven't done the, in the Tim movies, Burton they have, was the last campiness in the movies. They have in the series. It would be great if there was yeah, a series. I, then I think set. you I think you start from scratch and get a whole other person to play Batman. Listen, we have yet to see our, like the way Avengers did with Infinity War and Endgame. We have yet to see it done right. A big crescendo of all the DC main characters coming together to kick ass. And if you're going to do that, you got to do it on the big screen. You got to do it on the big screen. Zack Snyder's Justice League was a huge rebound from Josh Whedon's Justice League. Yeah, but it's the same. How many people are still Warner Brothers that are going to fucking crush those those shows? No, but they brought in some new some new, some person. new people. Yeah, but their track record. Okay. I still say if you if you had a, it would be great to see a series. I would tune in. I would be there every fucking week wanting to see that. Yeah, I you know, would you if it were lesser characters? I'd say okay. Who's one of the strongest characters in in your television movie world? And and super and you mean comic book lore? No, just it, who's one of the strong characters? It's a character. It's someone who doesn't exist, but the strongest character. But but I, I want to make sure we're being specific here. It could be a character from any kind of genre of movie. Any kind of genre, movie or television. Well, television, I would say Tony Soprano. Yeah, right. And they made a movie of it. And the movie does stuck. Okay, I'm talking a series like that with Ben Affleck. We, nah, yeah. not with Ben Affleck. Start yeah. with somebody else. He's already been out there in a movie. I know. So why why, why would you demote him? Because it's not TV? a demotion to be on TV anymore. TV's where the money's nah, at. Nah, dude, dude. Why do you think all these actors are switching over to TV? I hear that. But what I'm saying is when you're dealing with a comic book movie, a comic book hero, that is meant for the big screen. Because you can put more character and you can develop the character bigger in a TV well, series. But what do what don't we know about that character that we don't? I mean, what what's what are you gonna tell us we don't already know? Because Ben Affleck's, I I like Ben Affleck as Batman, and I would like him. He's the he's one of the few that I like both as Batman and as Clark and, and as uh, uh who's his, Bruce Wayne. Mm -hmm. I like him as both, and I would like to see them develop both those characters out longer in a TV format. That's all. Nah, give me the bang for the buck. Yeah. Just give me the big bang for the buck. That's just action. That's all you want is just the no, action. I, no, I, I, no, you could tell story and get great action. Zack Snyder proved it with his version of yeah, the Justice League. Yeah, and how many hours was that? And I, I didn't mind it. I know, but now what if you could give Zack Snyder uh, 12 hours instead to tell that to tell the story? Nah, yeah, man. Nah. Yeah. Um, dude, and I don't know if you noticed this, but... How many of the DC and Marvel characters are exactly alike? Uh, a la Doctor Strange versus Doctor Fate. Uh, and they both have Doctor in their name. Ant-Man versus Adam. The ability in yeah. changing sizes. Hawkman versus Falcon. 
and Scarlet Witch versus Cyclone. They all were competing with each other at the time. That's all they were doing. And they were friends anyway. A lot so you of them think that was friends. purpose, you know? Purpose? Yeah, you couldn't get a new character off without another one, you know? You couldn't get a big character off. You'd have There were minor characters that you could right. get off that way. And that's what they did. Right. Uh, yeah, That would have been... Could you imagine being a young adult at that time? I'm going back in history too far. Wouldn't be as fun for you as it would for me. But a young adult at that time where you just were a complete creative where you're in making comic books that does I mean that's like what a what a change from a job to this is a job but is creating make believe on, on paper I, that must have been because that that's not that didn't even seem like if you went back and told your parents that's what you were going to do at that at, at that time they would look at you like you were an idiot yeah, yeah. I mean, because you know that, that you know, parents were ignorant to what the reality of that was in terms of being able to actually have a career. All they knew is what was sound to them: be a doctor, be a lawyer, go to school for a certain amount of time. I'm going to draw make believe characters, of right? Superheroes. And, and they they would think that was silly because they didn't know that that was a reality. So the people that were encouraged—that's how you get a Stan Lee man, someone who just Jack is a visionary. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think that's very interesting. Um, dude, and, and you know, listen, if, if completely done right, like if com- completely done right, we're supposed to get a Marvel versus DC. If we, if we talk about the big bonanza, if it could all be done right, like the way we saw Captain America, the studios, Civil the, War. The studios never come together. To Shit, like if the money, if the, if, the, if the money, listen, if they did that right, Hands down, that could be one of the most biggest paydays in Hollywood history at the box office. Picture, picture Civil War, that scene at the airport where some, you know, uh, one crew on one side and, and they start, all start to run and rush towards each other like they did in Civil War. But one side is DC and the other side is Marvel. That would be huge. The fucking comic book geeks and nerds would cream their fucking pants. Oh, no, there'd be a lot of fighting about it because of the writers, the direction, how they portrayed each character. Yeah, no, it, 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 I, think it's, I think it opens up more problems than it solves problems. <laughs> um, dude, I'm going to tell you, watching, uh, <laughs> watching Black Adam, I get why The Rock is a star. Yeah. Like there's certain moments where you just on screen, you go, motherfucker was born to play this. And, and I saw The Rock do an interview and he said, you know, he specifically told the studio he didn't want to wear any padding because a lot of those suits like, you know, come with the muscle padding. Yeah. He was like, nah, it's all me. But y- you could just you could tell he was meant to play this. This was his whole life has been geared. For this moment. So this is his moment. This is this, his moment. This was his moment, man. To be black ass. Because when he was on screen, and, and you know, a lot of people say, I've heard read criticism where people go, dude, he's the rock and everything. He's the Wayne, he's the rock. No matter what he does, he's the rock. I never really looked at it like that, but I've never been gung-ho on what's the latest rock movie. I gotta go see it. Like Neri loves the rock to death. He says his two favorite actors are the rock and Will Smith. Uh, I, you know, I'm just not a rock guy like that. 
I've seen some stuff. I've seen a lot of his stuff, but I've just never paid attention. He's never been my guy like that. But with this, I went, this is him, man. This was this was his calling. Yeah. I, see, I don't think that he's exactly this. Well. Does he show range? He shows depth to you? In, in his comedy, he does. I mean, in his comedy where he plays, that what, what, what's Jumanji when he's playing an actual, you know. I didn't see Jumanji. Uh, I finally saw it. Yeah, but he's playing. Uh, he's like he he's him, but he's a girl, right? And then he played uh, uh, when he's the young when he when he plays his young self or, or he's the supposed to, when he was in the Secret Service. What's movie? Who, who's that with Kevin Hart? I didn't see that. You didn't see that? No. Uh, I think it's called Central Intelligence. Something. It wasn't that good, but you know, you saw some ra- you saw different range in there, and then the one that he did with. Uh, uh, what, what's the, about the music business? The music business. Yeah, when he wants to be an actor, it, it's it, it was supposed to be it was supposed to be a take on Get Shorty or the the. Oh, Get Shorty. oh no, I know what you mean. I I know what you mean. Uh, that one he right. was completely that that there's no rock in there. Right. Uh, I think he has his his. It comes out more comedic, but I think he, I think there's range. I have you, has he ever done anything super serious? Listen, he is the Schwarzenegger for today. Yeah. It's all about his muscles. It's all about blowing shit up. It's all about being the tough guy. That's who he is. That's who he is. Uh, for you, for anybody to expect more than that, you know, we talked about it with Keanu. Notes. That's his note. You know, but he has a presence on screen. Yeah, he does. He, he has a presence. And... There's, there's this that you know i i think people have uh, they vibrate at a certain level this dude is just off the charts on how he comes at like when, yeah, when, he, man, when he does interviews right he, i don't don't care who's in the room with right. him he stands out yes, in the interview yes yes he's got a very his personality is he's very likable he draws you in uh you know he's a he's a decent looking dude you know of course the physique doesn't hurt you know like nobody went to go see an arnold schwarzenegger movie cuz they thought they were going to walk away with something deep. <laughs> they knew what it was. But, you know, but he still has personality. And when you say range, it's hard for someone's voice and their look to be so present that you can't get past that. Because when he did Kindergarten Cop and he does the few things, right. I mean, there's range where the humor comes out, where it, you can right. see someone, he's humorous, it's a different side of the person. But when you're that opposing of a figure, it's hard to get past right. that to see the other the, the, right. the, the intricacies of their personality. You know, uh, The Rock said, and he even admitted, I saw on a clip yesterday, he said that in order for them to do a, a Black Adam sequel, they needed to make at least $800 million. <laughs> Black Panther, and in The Rock's words, kicked our ass. He said Black Panther, they said Black Panther made more in that weekend than Black Adam has from the time it came out to present date. Eclipsed it like that. Um, There's a lot more riding on Black Panther. Not riding on it. There was a lot more interest in Black Panther. Not, well, well, one, it, it was a sequel. It was a sequel. And, and life Chadwick. itself. Yeah, Chance would be. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that had such an impact. Uh, I, I can't, you can't even explain the impact it actually had. Right. Uh, but go on, go on. Uh, so, which is to say, I still think we'll see a Black Adam sequel. 
I think when all is said and done. How much has it made so far? Do you know? I don't know offhand. Uh, but something tells me we're going to see a sequel. I think they would even take the gamble on it, even if it didn't make the $800 million. Um, And dude, while we were watching Black Panther, uh, 20 seconds in, I ain't going to lie to you, I already started getting the goosebumps. Because, you know, when they do the Marvel thing, as they do the, the flipping through the comic book images, and I did, they did it with Stan Lee when he passed, where all the images, instead of normally being, you know, a montage of all the different characters, Thor, uh, Captain America, Iron Man, and et cetera, et cetera, uh, they showed nothing but Stan Lee images. Uh, which, of course, if you, again, a diehard Marvel fan, comic book fan, that meant something to you, you know? Um, so they did the same thing with Chadwick. And, uh, yeah, it was like, you know, and then, of course, the whole funeral. Um, yeah, it, I, and, I, heard, and I, I read what people said. There was some goosebump moments in that. And so it's what it's made. 366? Yeah. 366 million. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, the girl that plays Shuri, I believe her name is Lalita Wright. Yeah, I'll pull it up. L- L- Lalitia or Lalita Wright. I like her, man. She's a cutie to me. And I don't really go for bony women. But she's something about her. She's got a cute personality. Really cute and bubbly. I like her, man. Um... um I, I I had a hard time with the beginning of it. I'm gonna be real honest. What'd you have a hard time with? Um, I just had a hard time with it because they address it so quickly. Letitia Letitia Wright. The movie hasn't even started, mm-hmm. and you're immediately dealing with the the fact that he's dying. And I think you have to though. I know, but it's just like I wasn't even. I w- I was watching previews. And then before, right. like the preview ended, right. now he's dying. Right. And within, you know, seconds, he's gone. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't, I was still eating popcorn and having a Coke thinking, oh, this is going to be, you know, right. gonna, what's going to happen? How are they going to handle this? And, I, and they did it, I think, in a great way because you would have been thinking the whole time if they didn't start it, like, how are they going to handle it? How are they going to handle right. it? Boom. It's handled. It's handled in seconds. Yeah. I just wasn't ready. I didn't even have time to get ready. I, I think that might have been the reason they did it that way. And, you know, I think it was good because I didn't waste any more time. Not that it was a waste of time. I don't even like how I said that. I, I didn't have to put any time into the movie thinking, how are they going to handle this moment? Because the right. moment is handled before you even know the movie started. Yeah. I had a hard time with it, though, because I needed to catch up for a second because I needed that. I was, you know, and, and, and but they do. They give you moments throughout the movie to get it, to get, to get it together. I, and just to, not that this is important, but like the whole movie, I thought, yeah, you know, the, you know, you think about it, you think about who they, who he was, and then this movie, be not the character, not just the man himself, didn't say anything while he was going through all this, and then at the very end, when it just has that very simple line, you know, thanks uh, to our friend Chad Boseman, yeah. dude. That's when I went, ah, oh, fuck. That's <laughs> oh no, I went off fuck several times before that. Uh, I try to keep it in pretty much. I'm but, gonna jump ahead a little bit. Um, that moment, and I love how they did it. Was it was really beautiful? Where she goes to Haiti uh, to go meet with Lupita Nyong'o's character, 
and she's, I guess it was some sort of a robe or something that she threw into the fire. Yeah. And they have her have this moment of reflection where she's just thinking about her brother. And then they cut to in complete silence uh, as it would be someone's thoughts. Yeah. And it's just, you know, they give each other the Wakanda forever pose. They give, they dap each other up. He looks to her. She's smiling, laughing. And they just did like a flashback of sequences where you just saw their relationship. And then they cut to her in the one tear and she's crying and her lip is quivering. That got me. That got me. That's the very end. To, right. That's towards the very end. And it's just silence. And I'm trying to hold it in through right, that. Right. And then when it just says to our friend. Yes. That was it. That yeah. was it. That's what I, it, it, I, I was able to keep it together until that moment. Right. And then, then, you know, and then you feel like, you know, I don't know why it feels so unmanly to be at a comic book movie <laughs> <laughs> and cry. But there's people that, you know, that, you know, especially, especially this situation, because he was at that, he was right where he was going to become like the biggest. You talk about Chadwick himself. Himself. Right. And then you, and so when she does that thought, pro, the, you know, thinking right. back, it's not Black Panther anymore. You know, it is Black Panther. Right. Because it's her character. But that's like. You, well, it, it, it encompasses all of it. Yeah. It, it's, you know. Yeah. Black Panther, our hero, her brother, the reality of this man's real life. It all comes together in that one moment. And then even do what's really added to it. Rihanna's song, I think it's called Lift You Up. The way they cut to an all white and then you hear Rihanna sing that song. Right? (laughs) 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 I'm fighting it now. Oh boy. It was such a fucking beautiful moment. And then what I knew was going, or what I I was hoping was going to happen, happened. Because I went, okay, look, And I said it. I said it made sense for her to be the Black Panther. And while I'll give all the props and big ups to her being the Black Panther and filling in the void, permanently I don't want her to be that. It should be a guy. And I love the fact that they introduce that Lapita's character and Chadwick. Are you giving it away? You're going to give it away? People know by now. Okay. You know, there's some people who haven't seen it yet. So uh, don't listen right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't listen right now. You, you, you know the deal. <laughs> uh, they had a son. And, and the son is going to be the Black Panther. And that's the way I think it should be. And, 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 you know, again, I'm not trying to shit on the females in terms of being able to be powerful and be warriors. Because, again, a lot of black women check that girl on the post that I, I posted saying that there are real African female warriors that have existed that kick ass, major ass, major badasses. So great. We got that. But we got that with the soldiers. Uh, can you bring up the cast again for Black Panther? Uh, the one girl who plays on The Walking Dead, uh, who uh, Mbaku said, uh, you bought that a demon. Um, what's her name? Oh, there it is right here. Uh, d- d- how you say that? Denai Gurria Okie. Okoye, Okoye. But yeah, her. Like, you know, the, 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 the soldiers for the Black Panthers uh, are all those women with the spears and the warriors. So, so we got that. 
But that lead, that character should be a dude. And, and who better than his son? But now they have both. And I think that's what they're going to go. What for. do you mean both? Now she's going to be a Black Panther and the son will be. No, I think they'll make her fall back into her original position. Maybe. I, I think. Plus, by the time he's grown enough to be a Black Panther, she's older. Older. Um, so, yeah, man, I, you know, I am saying in, 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 in the group of male dominated superheroes that we could reel them off. Batman, Superman, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Iron Man. Can we keep ours? We ain't got many. You know, Falcon ain't no main dude. He's a side dude. <laughs> Luke Cage might be a main dude, but we have yet to see a movie on him. Blade, from what I've been told, a red uh, Mashasha, Mashaya, excuse me, oh shit, Ali, the, the new Blade, they put production, put that on hold. I'm sure it'll pick back up. But, you know, Wesley played that. Uh, once Wesley Wesley gave dude Mashiach Ali or however you say it he gave him his blessing that dude's gonna be the new Blade but that movie's on hold now for whatever reason so I'm just saying we don't have as many heroes to, to be out there as the men as the white boys do so let, let, let Black Panther be a dude man let us have that you know what I mean just let us have that let's not womanize that um but did you like the movie overall? Well, before I get to that, let me say this. Uh, where the fuck is Angela Bassett's Oscar? This woman is long overdue. This, that, she, she's great. I, I went to the bathroom and I hate that I, my timing was bad but because I saw it online. I even saw it online where somebody said because of that scene, they were like, she should have got an Oscar. But that scene when she was uh, talking about how she lost her son and then her daughter and uh, was such a powerful moment. But again, you could go through Angela Bassett's filmography. She's long overdue for an Oscar. Uh, what do you think of her in that, in that scene? Uh, that's a great scene. But I, I, I think it's, has anybody got an Oscar for a comic book movie yet? <clears throat> Good question. I don't think so. I, I think that if there's a hurdle, it's the comic book movie. Right. Because it doesn't seem to get its respect from its peers. No. You know, yeah, Martin Scorsese that said those aren't real movies. And recently, Quentin Tarantino, I read where he said he would never direct a superhero movie because those are for hired hands and he's not looking for a job. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what anybody's personal take on I, it, it. That was his personal take. I, no, I said, I don't know what anybody else. I mean, I meant else, else in the industry. Right. I just, I, it, it, there. I wouldn't want Quentin Tarantino to direct the superhero movie because he'd make it a Tarantino movie and fuck it up. Yeah, but he would take it away from the essence of what it's supposed to be to put his stamp on it. Fuck superheroes saying nigga. <laughs> you know, I didn't even think about that, but it, it, would, it would have to be. You know like, what I mean? Superman is, you know, Jesus, we got to go save these niggas. Why do they always put themselves in position where we got to go save these niggas? Could you imagine Sam Jackson's part in uh, is the, uh, what's to do with the eye patch? The uh, uh, Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Could you imagine Nick Fury directed by, dude, that's a skit, man. Nick Fury right. directed by, by uh, Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino. Right. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I put the Avengers together so you niggas could learn to work in this motherfucker. <laughs> 
fucking uh, Don Cheadle as uh, War Machine. Hey, what do you want us to do about the sector where the... Nigga, what is it, nigga? Yeah, I don't want fucking Tarantino touching that. He's not meant for that. <laughs> it's funny. It's Tarantino. But I I, I don't... You know, I, I, Hollywood's entertainment. Comic books are entertainment. Comic book movies make sense to be... You don't, you don't. Let me ask you. You think any of that is a little bit of jealousy? That that whoever directs that movie just directed a movie that made almost half a billion dollars. I think some of it has to do. I don't want to use the word jealousy. Envy. I think irritation. Okay, that might be the perfect because word. because it is the perfect word. Because you make a movie that is beautiful. You that's filmed well. Great actors, great story, but it's a story. It's it's small in scope as far as like a, a a real life movie that someone could connect to on an emotional level, and right. it's a beautiful movie that you would love to have critical acclaim and an Oscar and nominations and your you, that would be great. And then someone comes along and takes something that's you know a, a comic book and bigger than life doesn't really have a. a like a connection story and you throw that out there and you know, you there's rewrites and it's a big crew that write it. It's not just really one person and boom, it's this big Hollywood blockbuster that these people can live off for the rest of their lives. They're, they're struggling to get great actors for this great movie because the great actors are making 20, $25 million playing something that doesn't exist. Right. Yeah. So there's a little, I, I think that there would be some irritation in there. There would be. If I was a director and I'm, I have to compete with that so that I can continue to get money and work at the studio, yeah, of course I'm going to get upset about it. Right. But it's entertainment, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that some of those directors, like a, because, you know, when you're a Scorsese, Scorsese or a Quentin Tarantino, you consider yourself an artist. And part of what makes an artist is the pictures you pay. So when you've got great stories and great actors and great layers and great directing, that's your piece versus a superhero movie where the where it already has a background. It already has a built-in audience. It already has something that you're not... You're bringing something to it as a director. Yeah, you you know, certain things you, you need to do as a director, but it already has a built-in thing going for itself. So I think that some of those directors look at superhero movies like, you know, did a movie version of Carrot Top. Like, like, you know, it's like, and I'm not trying to shit on Carrot Top, but I'm just saying his job as a performer, as a comedian, the one rule is make you laugh. However he does that is his way. But if he makes you laugh, he has accomplished the main goal. But if you're a carrot top or a ventriloquist, comics who actually don't do that, but do it the traditional me on a stage with a microphone, being vulnerable, telling my truth, giving my perspective. That seems more respectable than word props, nigga, a dummy. Like, I think that's how some of these directors look at superhero movies, well, like a crutch. You cultivated an audience over years of putting out comic books where you have people that are in their 70s that love, that still love comic books, people in their 50s, their 60s, you know, uh, all right. the way down to kids today. I, I actually, I don't know how many kids today love comic books, more so the movie, because comics 
to me, I, when I go to the comic book store, the experience isn't the same anymore. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of the movies. Uh, my son. I think that has something to do with it. Uh, my son likes more like the Japanese anime more than our traditional like American comics. So I, I don't know. There's just maybe because there's more options. Uh, it's just different, but I mean, you cultivate that audience and then you put these movies out and you give them big budgets. Of course, they're going to be blockbusters. But that being said, one of my favorite movies of all times is The Godfather. Would I want The Godfather, if it was to come out today, which I still think that it holds up today, if it was, uh, you know, you probably put, you know, you would have to a cast change. Who knows what it would be? But if The Godfather came out today, the, what I think is one of the greatest movies ever made, ever filmed, and it had to go up against a comic book movie, it's going to lose that weekend. And I think that's where the irritation comes in. Right. I think that in some of, well, what do you need me for? This is Superman. Yeah. This is Batman. What, 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 what is my involvement going to be to make this special? You need, what do you need me for? Yeah. Just CGI me into the suit. And, uh, <laughs> right. And, right. uh, you, we can do this with a group of directors because we're going <laughs> to, it's going to happen in editing anyway. And the movie happens in post. Yeah, I, I, I don't think people should ever downplay the importance and the contribution to what these movies are. I, I, think, I think they're great. Uh, but to answer your question, uh, and this is where I'm going to feel a little... Okay, here we go. What did I think about the movie? I feel like, honestly, because this is our movie, and I know there are some people that will hear this and shake their heads and go, why well, you got to make it a black thing? Because it is. We don't get these opportunities in abundance like our counterparts. You know, this is a black-driven movie, black hero, black setting, black culture, African. Uh, I feel a certain obligation to go. Not only am I supposed to support the movie, I'm supposed to walk away with rave reviews. Man, this shit is fire. This is the best shit ever. And I'm going to support it because it's our movie. But if I'm being completely honest, man, these Black Panther movies, I don't know that I like this one more than the first one, but I don't know that I like the first one more than the second one. They both felt the same to me. They didn't blow me away. And if I'm being completely honest, my favorite character of all the Marvel characters is Iron Man. I uh, uh, The first two movies... Great. The third one, uh, I'm not a Captain America guy. So the first one, I really didn't, I didn't have to see again. But Winter Soldier was fire. Civil War was bananas. And of course, the Avenger movies, especially Infinity War and Ed Game, off the fucking charts. Black Panther don't, I'm, I'm not blown away by this, man. I thought one was one of the better comic book movies of all time. <sighs> It was filmed amazingly. Listen, visually stunning. And that's one thing about black people. We can pull off colors and patterns like nobody's business. Seeing us in all white is spectacular. The contrast between white and our chocolate skin is beautiful. That moment where uh, Letitia Wright, Shuri, goes once she drinks the potion and she goes and sees Michael B. Jordan and this nigga's in all white, and she's in all white. Colors look good on our skin. We're a great palette for colors, man. Um, 
So yeah, and, and with the African colors and, and the culture, visually stunning. But the movie itself. But the first one with all the gadgets and everything that she was making and how they, I thought, I, I, I think you underrate the first one. The second one, I, my only issue with it is, and I thought it was still good, really good, it, 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 it had so many challenges. They took on so much. You have to deal with Chaswick Boseman's death. You have to put that in, and that means the whole movie that they had laid out that they wanted to do is off the table. Now they have to rewrite and come up with the new movie and, and fill it all in and figure it out. So that's one, that's one thing. Uh, I think because, and I'll leave with you on this, because it is a black movie, or it has a wokeness to it that it, 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 it touches on. Now, it didn't get overdone. I didn't feel like it was overdone, but it was important to, you know, touch certain issues. And it did. It touched all issues. It went by and touched them all. Uh, I was happy to see the Mayans make, make an appearance that there's some people that, that my history comes up because that's been overlooked the whole time. And, uh, yeah, he, he was a good bad guy or he was a bad good guy, depending on how you want to look at it. Um that's a lot. That's a lot for a comic book movie. It's a lot. It's two hours and 43 minutes, I think, or 41 minutes. It's a lot. It's a lot to put in there. It's a lot to have to do. It's a lot for a regular movie if it was trying to tell a story. It's a huge obstacle for a comic book movie. Yeah. I, you know, listen, we've all, I think most of us have been to an aquarium. And when you go to a really great one, the beauty of it. That's why I'm saying scuba diving for me. When you go scuba diving and you're underneath the water and you see all those vibrant, beautiful, bright colored fish and it, it's, it's, it feels like a different world. This movie is a great aquarium. It, it, it's, it's beautiful visually. But as far as substance, it leaves a lot to be desired. There's a little CGI in there that I don't like. Uh, not, not. There's not a little CGI in the movie. There's CGI in the movie. There's a little bit of. There's some scenes in there that took me out of it a little bit. Overall, I thought. Like what? One, one. Give me one in particular. It's when they're climbing up the the side of the, the ship, ship right. and they made everybody really small. And they're all walking about this. They're like on the mm -hmm. same pace. Mm -hmm. I, I know there's only so much they can do. Right. I know it's CGI. <coughs> I know it's a distant shot, so they could get it all in to show the right. gravity of what's about to happen. But it just it looked very you know it, it right. uh, that was the only that that's that one that one scene bothered me a little bit but other than that as far as how it was shot visually it's still good do with the plate in his mouth he gets two scenes this time uh -huh. Uh -huh. that shit just looks uncomfortable it does look uncomfortable but he remember the first one yes uh, the, yeah. the reason I brought it up is because you made a point of him. The very first time, the on the on the very right. first play, he got two scenes this time. Okay, so, yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, having Siri have to carry the the franchise, the Black Panther, right, doesn't allow her to be the person she was in the first one. Which is why I'm saying I get it. This one made sense. This felt appropriate going forward. I don't want to see her as the Black Panther. I liked her as the other kid, the smart kind of snarky kind of, you know, right. very like. She was like, uh, what was the, the name of James Bond's inventor? 
She was like that. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Whenever James Bond would go to get his new gadgets, yeah. I want to say Felix. It wasn't But Felix. I think that's off. But whoever, he would go see the person, and, ah, Mr. Bond, I have the new pen yeah. that if you push the button, makes a woman's clothes shoot off and you can fuck her. <laughs> but I liked that. And she was she was a smart ass to, to uh, the black pen. She was Jen. a little sister. Yeah, because yeah. she, and she was smart. She was the smartest right. one in the room. Right. So now she has to be the smartest one in the room and, and the, the black pen. Yes. So and, that, those are the, those are the challenges that the movie had to me. And it wasn't, that design of Black Panther to be that it changed because of, of the situation that took place. I mean, you can't, right. you know, uh, I'm not going to fault Chaswick Bozeman. Right. You know, it's what happened and it's, uh, that's how it went. So uh, the movie itself, it, it was good. I understood the challenges that were there to it and how to, how to reframe the movie, but it wasn't the movie that it would have been had things gone a different way. Right. So, uh, but I thought they did a great job with everything that was, was there. I, I disagree with you on the first one. I thought the first one was one of the better comic book movies. I told, like I said, man, I, 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 I'm going in, I felt like, again, the gravity of it. Holy shit. It, our time has arrived. Black people all going to the theater in droves wearing African garb. You know, we made, we made it a moment. It was a moment. It was a movement. So because of that, you know, you want to be a part of something. This was cinematic history for us. Um, and then, you know, prior to, I, I don't know if it was Endgame or Infinity War. It was one of those two where prior to one of those, this was the highest money-making Marvel movie of all time. And then either came Infinity War or Endgame. I think it's Endgame. And that it eclipsed that. And rightly so given the gravity of what Endgame was and, and being coming off the cliffhanger that was Infinity War. They set it up to be that way. Right. So I went in and I said, Black Panther, yeah, yeah. But as time went on, I went, really? Was it really? Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't. For me, it wasn't. But I, I, I wasn't going to do that in the beginning because I had to be supportive. But... Did you ever read Black Panther as a kid? I didn't read any comic books as a kid. Okay. I wasn't into comic books. I, I was into, you know, seeing the cartoon or the TV series and the movie, but I, I, I never was into comic books. I, I, Iron Man was my favorite comic book right. hero, so I had high expectations for it. And I believe that in, most, in the most part, it's Robert Downey Jr. was able to meet those expectations. He, that's the part he was born to play. I felt like Chadwick Boseman exceeded Black Panther. That's why I think Black Panther was so good to me because the movie itself, it hit higher than than the, the comic book to me. But again, Iron Man was my favorite comic book character. Okay, but even in saying that, I can't, and I, and I know a lot of people have said this, I can't see anybody else other than Robert Downey Jr. playing Tony Stark. That I don't know if swarmy is the right word, but that charming, but yet still arrogant yeah. personality that is Tony, he pulls that off to perfection. You know, at one point, they wanted, the studio wanted Tom Cruise yeah. to be Robert Downey Jr. And the reason why Tom Cruise turned it down is because he said he didn't want his face covered up. He wanted people to see his face with the Iron Man suit. And it's like, that's ego, man. 
What are you talking about? You, 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 want, you want to fly around in the metal suit so from neck down they see the Iron Man suit, but see your face. You're, you're, not, you're not being the character then. It'd be that's ego. Super crystal face. Guess, yeah, right. And, 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 and that's why I'm going, it, it takes a certain personality to be able to accept the role of who Tony is, the personality that is Tony. And listen, you, you could still get it both ways. They show Robert Downey's face. But Tom wanted his face. Right. So my, my thing is, I don't think there's anybody outside of Robert Downey that could have played that character because character, to me, that was the role he was born to play. Now, Chadwick, with all respect, I could see other people playing that part, man. But I, 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 my, my, my fantasy was, I think, I mean, obviously he's too old now, but a younger Wesley Snipes, that's the Black Panther to me. A money train Wesley Snipes, uh, uh, New Jack City Wesley Snipes. That's 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 uh, yeah, that's Black Panther dog. <laughs> the motherfucker has real martial arts skills. He's 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 very dark complected. Wesley's a black motherfucker, nigga. So there's he's got the African thing that you if he can nail the accent. That's Black Panther, dog. And Wesley was a man's man. Yeah, I'm not denying that, but that wasn't the option. And I thought he exceeded what... No, I, I, I think he did a good job, but I'm not married to... Man, I can't see nobody but Chadwick. I told you, I think Aldous Hodge would make a great Black Panther. My man from City on a Hill? Yeah. There's a couple dudes who I could go, I could see them as Black Panther. I can't see nobody else but Robert Downey Jr., as Iron Man. Nobody. Well, there's going to have to be somebody eventually. Well, no, the character's dead. Yeah, but you don't think the suit, the suit exists. Yeah. Well, and, and oh, that you just brought me to my other note. And again, I supported this movie because it was our movie. But I don't like coming to the house when the man at the house ain't home. It's the reason why I say I won't watch any of the power spinoffs. Omari Hardwick is not in it. That's the man in the house. I think it's very disrespectful to put your feet up on the coffee table at another man's home when he not home. And I, I, don't, I can't support it. I, I, I supported this, but I didn't like the fact Chadwick wasn't in it. But there was no choice. I get that. I get that. But I don't like it. The man in the house wasn't home. Okay, so I, I like your take, but... So... Um, I look forward to the, to whatever the third one's going to be. I do too, only because I want to see who they recast, and I'm glad to see a man back in that role. But am I gung ho about it? I don't know. I don't know. I think they I think they're going to surprise you. But here's here's my question though. You said you weren't a big uh, um, Captain America fan, right? The fight scene in the elevator. Oh, my God. That's not one of the best fight scenes oh in all of Oh, my God. That's the one where if you're eating popcorn, a big bucket of popcorn, and it's sitting on your lap, and you go to grab your next fistful, and you go, wait, what is this? It feels fleshy. <laughs> your dick has burst through the bucket because you got a hard one from the man food, nigga. That, let me tell you something. I don't know what fight scene is better. The elevator fight scene, and I just recently watched it. The elevator fight scene in Winter Soldier, Captain America, 
or the warehouse fight scene in Batman versus Superman? Oh, no way. Dude, dude. No. That Batman versus Superman warehouse fight scene it's great is scene. one of the most badass fight scenes for a superhero, certainly in the Batman franchise. Certainly in the Batman franchise. But in the elevator. And when he I says. Know. And when he oh, says. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, if anyone would like to get off now or something, here's uh, yeah, a chance. Here's a chance. Right. Dude, that. Oh, that fight scene, <laughs> dude. Oh. And then how they end it where they got the aerial shot. And everybody's laid out, and he steps on the shield like a skateboarder, steps on a skateboard, and it pops back on his wrist. Man. (laughs) (laughs) But dude, rewatch the Batman versus that fight. And And again, if you're a video gamer and you've played any of the Arkham Knight Batman video games, that's how he fought in the game. And then when you look at the fight scene in in, uh, Christian Bale's Batman, and the first one at the docks, horrible. Compared to the Affleck shit, that's what really made me fall in love with Ben Affleck. That fight scene, dude. Oh, goodness. It rivals Captain. Them two is, that's a choice. You know, as much as I like the the Christian Bale Batmans, we've already talked about this, and I know we're past time, but as much as I like the Christian right. Bale Batmans, and seeing all of Christian Bale's movies recently, I've been watching a bunch of them. Like, right. that's his worst. That's his worst. What's his worst performance? Christian Bale, the in Bat- that movie, in Batman, as Batman. He's he's such a great actor. Yeah, and then when we talk about the money thing, yeah, he is yeah. a fucking. Well, again, what did he really need to do? It's I, Batman. It's established. I understand. It's, 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 you know. And I still say he's a good Batman. He's not the top one, but he's a good Batman. But when you look at his body of work, who gives a fuck if he's the... I mean, if I was him, I would be like, who, who gives a fuck if I'm the worst Batman? <laughs> but you know that, listen, and if we're being honest, I think every actor, whether they care to admit it or not, unless you are a Daniel Day-Lewis or a Gary Sinise, or Gary Old, Old, Oldman, Oldman, I think that's his Oldman. name, where you just, you're artistic. You, you, you just, you just, you're just artistic. And some dudes are like that. Every actor wants the movie that's going to make them the mega name, the mega face, the most famous, the, mo- the a big money grab. And superhero movies do that. They don't require a lot of depth in terms of acting. but if you in the right superhero movie, you are fucking famous beyond your belief because it's a blockbuster. You, you're going to make a ton of money that can retire you for life. So I believe that some dudes like a Christian Bale and every dude who's done it goes, this is my shot. If I don't do anything else, if my career doesn't get any better, this is the thing that solidifies my my fortune, and I will be famous beyond belief. Ten times more than I am now. Or you could be Robert Downey Jr. and you could get Iron Man, and then you could get Sherlock Holmes, and you have... <laughs> <laughs> Great problem to have. I, and I'm speaking from never having had that problem. Maybe if I had that problem, I'll go, yo, this sucks. But from where I'm standing, great problem to have. He's a great actor, though. You yes, know, he is. You know, when you talk about Daniel Day-Lewis, who I think is one of the best actors, 
uh, his movies, and he does these small, weird ass fucking right. films. It's great. I'd I wouldn't have any problem putting uh, when you look at some of the work that he's done. Uh, um, um, Robert Downey Jr. He does good work, man. Well, uh, here's the other thing. Before Iron Man, he had been doing All so much great work. Yeah, it wasn't like he was career was floundering. It wasn't really doing well, nothing. His career and did it, stall because well, he well, got trouble with the, dr- yeah, with the, the drugs. drugs. Yeah, but be- even before and during some of that, he he was always doing respectable, great work. Work. It wasn't like he was just career wasn't really doing nothing. Blah blah blah. Like Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves ain't known for nothing really, but Superman and being a soap star. Yeah. He, so while he was pursuing a great movie career, it wasn't like his phone was ringing off the hook. And then he became Superman and the rest was history. Yeah. So, you know, when you're a guy like Robert Downey, who has been doing respect and, and you know, res- so much respect among your peers, directors want to work with you because they know you're a special talent. Okay, yeah. Now, if you can throw a Iron Man in there, a Marvel franchise, well, then you're set. You know. So yeah, that's that's a good problem to have, and and you know, we don't know it for sure because it ain't like we interviewed a Gary Oldman or a Daniel Day Lewis or a Gary Sinise. But it feels like those guys choose to go. I'm gonna, you know, because when you're that great of a talent, you you getting work is not a problem. But it seems like we only see them when they want us to see them. Sinise took a TV role, I thought. CSI is one of the CSIs. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, T- I'm telling you, man. TV's- no, I know. TV is different now. It doesn't have the same, you know, back in the 70s and earlier. Yeah, you were a, you were either a movie, you were a movie star. To be a movie star and be off of TV was like, ugh, ugh. it's beneath me. I'm, a, I'm on the big screen. But that's changed. So uh, I, I'm still sticking with my Ben Affleck on a Batman series, but here we go. All right. All right. We done? We done. Told me to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. So uh, go, go, see, uh, go see both those. Oh. Go see both the Blacks. Go see the Blacks. Def- go see the Blacks. If Quentin Tarantino directed it, the niggas. Go see the niggas. Directed by Quentin Tarantino. Uh, real quick, I got to play this clip real quick because I've totally forgot this. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to our boy Kulsh, uh, who I don't know if he contacted you, but he, he contacted me a while back. And I'm almost feeling a little ashamed because I have not uh, mentioned this. Uh, Kulsh told me he was going to kind of be taking a break because he was going through some issues mentally. I don't think I got that. Yeah. And uh, Kulsh, if you're listening, brother, uh, I'm I'm sorry I didn't mention this uh, before. It just totally slipped my mind. Uh, But uh, you you, you did reach out to me heartfelt and say that you were going through some things emotionally and mentally. Uh, uh, Love you, brother. Uh, Do what you got to do to get right for you. Um, You know, I wish you nothing but the best. I know you've asked me for my phone number for WhatsApp a million times. Uh, hit me. You, you got me on Instagram, man. Uh, send me a DM. Let me know you all right. If you need to talk or whatever, uh, I'm here for you, brother. And this is very heartfelt to you. Please don't do nothing uh, that we, will all, we, we would all regret. Uh, because I know you loved and appreciated uh, by some people in this world. Uh, even if we don't know you directly. 
please don't do nothing crazy because I would hate to have you do something crazy. And then Andy and I mourn for about two weeks and then we crack the obvious joke uh, and go, how do you think he died? Probably drowned in the bathtub. Mm -hmm. So don't do nothing crazy, man. <laughs> I, I was trying to hold it in and I'm laughing. At <laughs> don't do nothing crazy, man. We love you, man. Be, be easy. Yeah, you got friends, man. Dude, I didn't know that, man. If, uh, in, in, seek some services, man, if you're feeling that way. Please, man, because uh, too many people don't take care of themselves that way mentally. So, uh, And before Andy does the dates, I, this is why I wanted to play a clip uh, from something Dion Cole said in his latest special on Netflix. And I'm not going to lie to you. When I, when, I, when I played this clip, I got teary-eyed because, you know, I don't really put my personal business out there much on this podcast. Or at least if I do, I try to control how vulnerable I, I, I can be or, or I'm willing to get. Uh, and certainly, like any comic, whatever it is that's serious, I try to cover it up uh, with a laugh so it doesn't seem so bad. But Dion Cole said some shit at the end of his special that really touched me because, uh, man, people, fuck words, actions equal impact. Hug a motherfucker. Kiss a motherfucker. Let, 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 let me play the clip. Fuck that. Here it is. Dion Cole. Uh -oh. When y'all come to these comedy shows, the specials and shit like that, man, do me a favor, yo. Get it. And ain't what I'm about to say ain't saying this for claps. So I want you to hear me. Get a comedian's love, y'all. Because I'm going to let you know something. Comedians be some hurt motherfuckers, man. We got to put away everything that's bothering us in order to come make y'all happy. And we not complaining. It's part of the job. A boxer get hit. So that's just the job and shit. But you never understand what the comic is going through. He has to constantly be doing this shit and being happy around everybody when this whole fucking world is caving the fuck in. And y'all don't know that. It's a lot of hurt motherfucking comics out there. That was nice. Yeah. That was nice, but... Yeah. Um, be nice, but don't hug me or anything like that. I'm, I'm, well, not, a, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a hugger. You want to get hugged, get a hug. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that, uh, but you know, I'm like you too. I, I mean, I'm, you know, I love getting love from strangers, but if you smell like, if you smell funny, uh, we may have to pause on the hug. Uh, but no, the message just being that, you know, I love when he said, we got to constantly do the, dun -dun 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 -dun. I'm an old time gal. We got to be the WB frog. Yeah. Uh, when his whole, when your whole world is collapsing, and I, you know, it's just I know there are people in my life who I take care of, who uh, they give me all the right words, <laughs> but they don't give me the, they don't give me the actions, man. Well, you know, you know, uh, this this goes past comics. So really quick, it's just that we don't know what anybody is going through. Anybody on the street, anybody, and but we do know this: everybody's going through something. No one's not. No one's not going through anything. I mean, even the, even even the people that you think have it the best, everybody has something. So you know, we should try to be nice. Er. That being said, uh, <laughs> I want to say what I said to that <laughs> to that heckler this weekend when what when she was drunk and she kept ch chatting at me. Uh huh. And then she said uh, that her friend said, well, she ain't driving. I go, well, I wish she would. And I hope she drives fast because I don't know where I ain't going to miss her. 
Mm. And uh, everybody was kind of hurt that I said that, but I stand by it. I don't know you. Well, <laughs> you, you want to be? And she was being that much of a of a cunt. She was. She was. She was. She was. She was. She was you know. So, but for me to say that, you you had to get into me. Right. And uh, so. Oh, and one last thing before Andy gives out these dates, real quick, fellas, you know my uh, love and affection for Gemma. Uh, and I said before Gemma, there was um, a mirror dime. Man, oh man, I got a new one. <laughs> now, Gemma's still my top tier, but there's a chick, fellas, check her out on Instagram. She goes by It's the Lady Tarzan. I T S T H E L A D Y T A R. Z-A-N. It's the lady Tarzan. Oh, boy. Now, listen, I'm a breast man. I'm an everything man. But I like big breasts. Her only flaw, she's got little titties. But besides that, man, cute face from the flat stomach, even got a little bit of four packs. She's mus- muscular in the stomach. But her ass and leg game, her leg game, oh my God. Good morning, Vietnam. Fellas, I'm putting the motherfucking bat signal in the air. The titties. Meet me on the roof like Commissioner Gordon. It's time. Dingle, dangle, dick danglers, whatever we call ourselves. Let's meet in the treehouse. No women allowed. As soon as the last man clams, climbs into the treehouse, remove the ladder. Dude, do you think if that girl and then Gemma got in the treehouse at the same time? It would come down. Yeah, it would collapse. <laughs> it would collapse, nigga. What do you think? How, how far up that pole the, the, from the Vol movie would Gemma get up the pole? You know, <laughs> if, if I don't even think. I think both her and Gemma could physically punch the tree loose. Nigga, look up this girl, y'all. It's the it's the lady Tarzan. Dim legs. Give out the dates. God damn. Okay, here's where we're at. Uh, let's see. Where, uh, okay, so you're gonna be listening to this. Oh man, it's Thanksgiving weekend. I didn't realize that till two hours ago when I looked and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, we're gonna be having some Thanksgiving. I'm 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 gonna be in Arizona with my boys. I'll be at the Tempe Improv with Adam Ferreira. Uh, Thanksgiving weekend, and Aries is going to be at the uh, Helium in Indianapolis, and uh, then we, uh, we 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 get our special forces up, up together again in uh, in December first uh, through the fourth. We're going to be at the Ontario Improv in California, uh, December twenty second. Aries is doing a one nighter. He's at the uh, Club Bea. Is that it? I think so. How you spell it? B a h i a. Yeah, in L a. Yeah, in Los Angeles, can doing a one nighter out there. And then December 29th through the 31st, that is New Year's, folks. Uh, we're going to be at Magoobies. Baldy Mole. Uh, so come on, check us out out there. And then uh, back uh, on my side of town, we'll be at the uh, he- uh, Helium Buffalo. We'll be back in he- back in Buffalo. I love Buffalo. We're going to be at the Helium there doing January 5th through the 8th. And then January 12th through the 15th, we're going to be back at Helium again, but in St. Louis this time. Here it is. Um, Don Locioso, uh, TikTok 
at Southeast, spelled like Southeast, dot DC underscore goat. Twitter at Southside underscore slime, S-I-S-L-I-M-E. Snapchat at Don, D-O-N underscore L-O-K-I-O-S-O. Instagram at Southeast dot DC underscore goat. Email D-O-N-L-O-K-I-O-S-O at gmail.com. Cell phone number is 202-421-0535. Here it is from Don Locioso. Enjoy. Give you some extra gravy on that one. Airy Spears, Airy Spears, Airy Spears. Whoa, I can't wait to talk with Vlad just like Airy Spears. Airy Spears, Airy Spears, Airy Spears. Whoa, I need an interview with Vlad just like Airy Spears. Airy Spears, Airy Spears, Airy Spears. Whoa, I can't wait to talk with Vlad just like Airy Spears. Airy Spears, Airy Spears, Airy Spears. Whoa, I need an interview with Vlad just like Airy Spears. Vlad TV, Vlad. Vlad TV, Vlad. John Lokioso, and I live in DC. Yeah, I can ghost write your raps, have you rapping on TV? Yeah, just pay me royalties, I don't care about being on TV. Cash, I'm the plug, I'm a star, living low key. Yeah, I'm hood rich, my whole neighborhood know me. Four, that like I'm eight feet tall, but I'm six three. Uh. Just bought a new truck, that was my gift to me. Chevy, what you mean, little homie? What you saying? What you saying? I'm that's what every Spears, that's my man, that's my man. I held they phone while he take pictures with fans. Yeah. I worked at DC Improv, I'm the man. Yeah. Back in summer 16, I met plenty stars. Whoa. DC Improv was a cool job. Let's get it. Some celebrities act bougie, I could pull a car. Whoa. I can't even lie, every Spears be going hard. Yeah. Airy Spears, Airy Spears, Airy Spears. Whoa, I can't wait to talk with Vlad just like Airy Spears. Airy Spears, Airy Spears. Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Airy Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer Big Papa Robert Kelly, and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. You don't like to do the face to face? No, I don't, I don't like that way. I don't like to see the face. Nina? Nope. That's crazy. Look! You can get a doggy style, you can get a ling on your side. Those are your only choices. This is my house and I get to say. Got it?